Welcome to Let's Talk About Life, a podcast brought to you by LifeBank, the organ, eye, and tissue recovery agency in Northeast Ohio. Donation can be a complicated subject, but it is really all about life. So spend a few minutes as we unravel the complexities of donation. So come on, let's talk about life. Happy New Year and welcome to season four of the LifeBank podcast. I hope you had a fabulous holiday season and spent time with those you love in a meaningful way. I also hope you were able to honor and share fond memories of those individuals who are no longer living and able to celebrate with us. No doubt it's a difficult time, especially during the holidays, anniversaries, birthdays, but that's why LifeBank's Bereavement Services Department is here to help year-round. Hi, you're listening to episode 115 of Let's Talk About Life. I'm your host, Colleen Gerber, kidney recipient and LifeBank staff member. We are so fortunate to have with us on our very first episode of the new year, our Senior Bereavement Services Counselor, Alyssa Berman, to talk through the 2023 schedule for grief support and our service to donor families. Alyssa, thank you so much for being here and sharing your expertise with our audience. You are so welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You know, I know that there's a lot of different kind of support groups out there. What do you think is the purpose of a grief support group? So I think the difference between, let's say, a grief support group and a support group that perhaps someone else may attend for various reasons is that at LifeBank, we believe wholeheartedly that grief itself is a natural, inevitable experience that all human beings are going to have and that people have the innate capacity to adapt to loss and function in a healthy manner. And so when we do the groups, we look at grief as an adaptive response to loss. And we understand that grief is complex and it's complicated, um, but we also see grief in a context. So it's not just an individual experience, but it's really interwoven into a societal context. And that's why coming together as a community of grievers is so incredibly important. We also understand in a grief group that grief can be disruptive. It challenges people's identities, relationships, and beliefs. However, when we want to adapt in a healthy way, we recognize that this can be fostered by supportive relationships. So creating a grief group where people can have a sense of personal empowerment and agency around their grief is incredibly uh, valuable and important to their healing. And finally, the other reason why a grief group, let's say, is different than a regular group is that we recognize that grief doesn't happen in a particular stage or phase. It's constantly changing. And, and it's also really non-finite. So it's ongoing. It, it gets interwoven into the stories of our families, which is why we offer these support groups over a long period of time. Someone may show up to a support group in year one and take another group in year two, and it is relevant to them because their grief evolves over a period of time. You're saying our grief changes. Sometimes as time goes on and there's peaks and valleys, and some of that is worked through in these support groups. All of that is looked at 
in the support group. Because what you can really expect from a support group is this safe environment where you can tell your story. It's a place, as I said, where people are establishing connections and speaking a similar language. We also address in our groups the common myths about grief. And it truly also is a place of people for all states, by the way, to come together and share their stories in a non-judgmental way. Um, the community really validates and normalizes people's emotional reactions. And I bring to the table a lot of resources, articles, readings, so that people not only can have those experiences in the group, but then they have the opportunity to share those experiences with family members or friends. Another aspect of the group is people learn lots of coping skills, relaxation techniques, stress management. Um, a big push of all of our groups is legacy building and continuing bonds, staying connected with those uh, in absence, those that we've loved and that we've, that we've lost. The groups, all of them, offer opportunities for personal writing and reflection and really a sounding board where people can present their kind of new concerns, report on their progress or challenges, and then kind of safely share some of the setbacks and ups and downs that they have on their grief journey. Are there any other benefits to attending a grief support group? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the primary benefits of, a few benefits of attending the grief support group is that you have this opportunity for hope. In all of our grief groups, we have a donor family co-facilitator who's been trained, who is much farther out from loss than the people in the group. And they have this opportunity to experience hope from people who have gone before them and who are finding ways to heal in perhaps maybe different ways that our family members aren't accustomed to. In addition, the other benefits from the grief group you find is there's this universality, meaning that you're not alone. Um, grief itself can be incredibly lonely and isolating. And when you walk into a room and realize you're with other people who have similar experiences, the universality of that is really par powerful. The other benefit of coming to our groups is there's this general imparting of information, of suggestions, and everyone has a different outlook, which is shared. And then there's just the opportunity for each person to give to the other. What I mean by that is that one of research shows that a really important part of healing is altruism, the capacity to realize that you can impact other people through your own healing. Each of my groups ends with people sharing what they learned from someone else in the group. And it's, very, it's incredibly powerful. And then finally, there's just this sense of group cohesiveness. I have groups. I'm be at LifeBank 14 years, and I have groups that started 13 years ago that stay in contact today. So they built with them themselves a community kind of within the community. And to me, that's an incredibly powerful way of staying connected to each other, but also to LifeBank and to their own healing process. I find that amazing um, that people walk away from, for example, a course and maintain that contact and develop really a different kind of friendship. Our groups are actually 10 weeks, with the exception of our art therapy group, and I know we'll talk a little bit about that. We offer several different 
specific types of support groups. Do you want to go through what our 2023 support group schedule looks like? Absolutely. Our very first program of the year is one of our one-time grief seminars. And this year we are offering a handful of these seminars. So the first seminar is Grief 101, which is going to be held January 23rd. And all of our grief seminars are just an hour and a half of people coming together for one session to kind of get a taste of of what we offer here at LifeLink. And it's usually focused on a particular subject. Since we serve 20 counties, we understand that it's not realistic that people are going to be able to attend a 10-week support group all the time. So these one-time seminars give people an opportunity to come to LifeBank, have a light dinner, which we offer, some soda, dessert, and to meet people who are in the same situation they are, uh, but not necessarily be here for 10 weeks. So the first one is Grief 101, and that will be a general introduction to what people can expect on their grief journey. And then our first 10-week support group of the year starts in February, and that's Traumatic Loss Heroic Decisions. That's a general grief group. So regardless of what kind of loss you had or who you lost, you can attend that group, and it's 10 weeks. And while that group is going on, we're also going to be offering our Creating Through Grief, which is using art to process loss. And we bring on board each year, as we have for a number of years, my colleague Misty Ramos, who is an art therapist. And together this year with Dina Balk, they will facilitate that support group which is followed by a spousal loss support group, a child loss support group, and the last 10-week support group of the year is for people who um, are at least two years out from their loss, and we use writing as a means of healing. And then as the year goes on, interspersed within the groups are these continued one-time seminars. So after our initial seminar in January, we have a seminar on understanding child and adolescent grief that will occur in May. We are having a brand new seminar this year where we are going to work with recipients and donor families in a writing workshop so that they can have the opportunity to hear from donor families and recipients who have corresponded with one another and have the opportunity to write their own letter. We're also do our one-time seminar this year on overdose and suicide loss, as well as grieving through the holidays. And we are also going to offer Grief 101 a second time towards the end of the year. So for folks who maybe missed out on it in January, they'll have an opportunity to uh, take it again in September. So that's a pretty full plate, you know, coming up in 2023, but we're quite excited about it. Yeah, definitely. That is a full plate. And I want to add, though, we still offer individual counseling and Zoom counseling for those who are far away from LifeBank and just can't make it to the office. Absolutely. Um, We offer counseling here, as you said, last year in 2022. We're still calculating it, but we offered close to 870 hours of counseling. It's all free of charge. And if you live too far away to come to LifeBank, we offer Zoom counseling. In addition to distance, those of you who may just have issues with transportation, Zoom counseling is absolutely an option. And we also are a referral source. So 
you may want to actually see somebody in person in your area and you're too far from life bank, you prefer not to do Zoom, and that's fine as well. We will make sure that we can refer you to a professional in your area. How outstanding. What a gift to donor families to know that they have grief support when they need it, whenever they need it. That's one of the things I'm most proud of LifeBank is how we support our donor families. It truly is amazing. Thank you. I want to share with our listeners, this schedule can be seen on our website. If you simply go to Four Families and hover over that, it is actually the first tab support group schedule, and it'll bring you to that page and list in detail all the groups that Alyssa shared with us. And Alyssa, I also want to make sure people understand that there are deadlines for registration for each of these support groups. Absolutely. I will say that the support groups are capped at a particular number. Generally, we don't like to have more than 10 people, and that's for the smooth running of the support group. And also the support groups are closed. And what that means is people don't come and go into our support groups uh, for that 10-week period. So um, you make that commitment to 10 weeks, and obviously sometimes things happen where you can't come. But after the second session, that is your group. So you can always count on that. And that's an enormous way that we help build trust among families. Absolutely. And if you have questions for Alyssa, you can always reach out to bereavement at life, org, And, you know, ask your questions about what we offer and how it's helpful. And again, you can always go to our website. We have several resources available for donor families. And if you have general questions about donation or LifeBank itself, you can reach out to info at lifebank.org. Alyssa, we recently just spoke with Vera Kinchner, who mentioned that she was part of one of your support groups and how she has developed that friendship with those that were in the group. Let's take a listen to what Vera had to say. I know you've kept in touch with us. You're really connected with Alyssa in our bereavement services department. And um, yeah. I just would love to know what you your connection is with LifeBank. Um, actually, I had a, a, a positive reaction to LifeBank. Alyssa, she's very, very, very kind. She understands the emotions and what a person goes through and how to help them and what to say to them. Because I went and did the 10-week grieving program she had. It really helped. And we each got to talk about our loved one and everything. And we had to bring in a picture of them and something of theirs that's their favorite. It was worth it. And the group that I was in, we still meet up once a month at different restaurants to sit and talk about how we're doing and how things are going. Wow. So um, you've carried that on. It's like friends, right? Yeah, yeah, we are. We're 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 close friends. At first, I was scared to do it. I didn't want to do it. At one point in time, I was like, I don't want to talk about it. But once I started, it, and the the group met on my dialysis day, so I would come home and rest until it was time to go. So um, she was very understanding of that. I did the surviving the holidays. I did that one which was a great one as well. 
I plan on going on with the art expression one. I would like to register for that one. They have been so helpful in understanding where even if I call and left a message, someone will call me back, you know, and, and help me out with what I'm trying to accomplish. So I, I'm thankful for life, thanks. Alyssa, do you want to comment on that? Vera is a great example of being given the opportunity to attend one of our groups and then to continue those relationships onward. It's nice to know that our families continue to support each other beyond the walls of LifeBank and is always so reassuring to me because kind of the best example of continued healing even after the group is complete. Yeah, they take what they've learned in the group and they take it forward and share it with, you know, these individuals. I think it really is a phenomenon. And um, I know Vera has gained so much from it. She made that clear when we talked and um, in an earlier podcast. And gosh, you got to be so proud of what we do. Absolutely. Alyssa, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners that I didn't ask? Well, I do want to mention that every year we have our annual donor memorial service, which we offer, which this coming year will be October 8th at 2 p.m. at 700 Beta Drive in Mayfield Village. And it's a wonderful opportunity for families to honor their loved ones. In addition, families also can volunteer to share their story. And we would love if you to also reach out to bereavement. Alyssa, I'm so glad you brought that up because we are always looking for stories to share. We have found that people really make a donation decision based on stories that they've heard from someone else. And these are always firsthand accounts of either donor families or somebody on the waiting list or a recipient. And they are profound. Each story is unique and profound. And we would love to hear your story and perhaps share it on a podcast one day. Yes, again, reach out to bereavement at lifebank.org or info at lifebank.org and share your story with us. We would love to share it. Well, Alyssa, thank you so much for sharing your expertise once again. And bless you for the work you do and getting through this uh, this year. I know it's going to be a busy one, and thank you for all you do for our donor families. You're so welcome. It's my complete honor and privilege. We hope you found today's episode informative and inspirational. You know, you can save lives simply by going to lifebanc.org and registering your donation decision. You can catch Let's Talk About Life on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, but you can always find it at lifebank.org. We thank you for listening and we hope you come back next time. And come on, let's talk about life. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk About Life. If you have questions about today's podcast, reach out to us at info at lifebank.org. Take a few minutes to do something heroic and register to be an organ donor by saying yes at lifebank.org. Literally, someone's life is depending on it.